Welcome back to Tech Ease, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode 21 for Sunday, February, what is it? 8th, 2015. Who took out the 8 out of there? <laughs> Maybe I did. Uh, my name is Shane, and I am joined by Matt, since your face is on the screen right now. Matt, hey, how are you, sir? Doing good. I am on my way to earning my first trophy for a trophy case. What? Good. Uh, that's great. Good to hear. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> is this? Is this? How, does this have to do with Tony and his trophy this is case in behind reference him? to Tony's uh, trophy case behind his uh, his picture right now? Okay. Uh, people can only see this on the uh, live stream, which is at uh, alphageekvideo.com. You want to check that out sometime? Uh, Six seven central Sunday evenings, uh, which is where we're at. We're at about seven nineteen right now. But uh, yeah, check us out. You can uh, join in the chat room fun too. Uh, you know, maybe add more than just us to the chat room. That'd be cool. <laughs> and also, Tony. Hello, Tony. You there? How you guys doing? Doing good. Matt, what trophy did you want to get? Or that you're getting that you said. Oh, it's it's a big boy trophy. <laughs> Whoa, oh, like, you, you mean like Mark's big boy back in the day? Like a <laughs> like a trophy sized one of those? Big mm. boy. I had that in Austin. Sounds Powers, like a sandwich. Right? Maybe, yeah, sandwich. Maybe just reading a big sandwich. I'll go with that one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I would take that. I mean it might be my chip a tooth or something, but I'll take a sandwich. Well, like a twelve ounce sandwich. Twelve ounce sandwich, sure. Yeah. Twelve ounces makes sense. Twelve ounces. I had a nice big sub submarine sandwich tonight. So you had it underwater. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, oh, oh. what are you guys uh, <laughs> consuming tonight? I oh, I am onto a spotted cow. Spotted Ooh. cow. For people that aren't familiar with that, that is a Wisconsin-based alcoholic beverage. Wisconsin ale. From New Glarus, Wisconsin. New Glarus, eh? Speaking of which, I am drinking a two women drink from also from the New Glarus uh, Brewing Company. Quite nice. Nice. And uh, like it's just uh, so you don't uh, think twice about it. It's, uh, I believe the company was kind of joined, started by two women actually. I think it was from two different breweries that kind of merge is that do you know the story behind that matt they got the whole story here but <laughs> i have no clue it's also on the, on the beer bottle it's got to be true i think so sounds about <laughs> right i believe it daniel and deborah carey so it says daniel i don't oh, know we're saying full names on, on the podcast we're calling <laughs> video today Ooh. they're in the public eye they are must, they must are celebrities one might put that beer bottle in a trophy case matt? there you go oh <laughs> Tony, you got anything to drink tonight? Uh, yeah, I'm just having some red wine, some Shiraz. Drinking out of the bottle? Yep. Nice. <laughs> that sounds pretty not nice. The best way to do it, but you know, it gets the job done, and I'm healthy. Awesome. <laughs> well, without further ado, news. Wired reports, and this is actually from a, a listener, or at least a, a friend, I should say, from uh, Eric. Eric from Wildernet uh, sent me this nice little uh, article, but I think he did it on Facebook, so it's kind of a little more in the public eye, I suppose. Uh, 
Leatherman's new wearable tech can repair your wearable tech. Ha. And again, this is Wired reporting this. So it is known as the, or will be known as the Leatherman Tread, which is a multi-tool bracelet of sorts. And you might be scratching your head when I say that, but uh, <laughs> it is essentially a, a wearable, uh, yeah, wearable tool kit for your wrist. So it has two to three tools on each link on the bracelet, which makes up to 25 total. The links can be rearranged, added, removed uh, with tools. Adjust, you can adjust just the size down to a quarter inch, which is pretty tiny, I think, maybe a bit too tiny, and can be rebuilt uh, with slotted fasteners. The clasp on it even contains a bottle opener and a number two square drive, which I think is just that's just a, a square uh tool right <laughs> kind of like the hex style things but i don't know exactly uh where where those work out but uh all kinds nice. of tools on this thing uh there are hex drives screwdrivers bo- box wrenches carbide gla- a carbide glass breaker which i i'm not too sure do you guys know is that the type of thing that's for like if you're ever in your car and in underwater is that for like breaking the glass is that what that is that's exactly that. what i was thinking when you said that yeah which could be super useful. Of course, it might be take more time <laughs> actually getting it off of your wrist to do anything <laughs> with it. Uh, also, a hook style box cutter, and it doubles as a oh, which doubles as a SIM card pick. It is uh, composed of metal injected molded seventeen dash four stainless steel. I don't know. Is that how you say that? Not sure. Uh, which means it won't snap or bend. Uh, it is also TSA and security friendly, which is important, I think. And it I don't be... know how they made that TSA friendly. It, it looks yeah. like a beast. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they would you get some TSA who might be a jag and just say, you know what, you can't take this through. It looks right. like a you know a tank tread, and then each of the the joints, you know, where it would turn, oh, pops a. Uh, a different tool, like a, a different uh, screw head, or you know, Phillips or flathead. Right. Uh, <laughs> it looks, I, I don't know, it looks pretty dangerous. I mean, <laughs> kind of intimidating, I suppose. But if Could you have be. a watch head on it, it might look. Mm, it might. Oh, all right, it's just a watch with. So like, apparently, rugged. apparently, Leatherman's in bed with TSA. I, I guess that's what's happening there. It will be available in April or May. There will also be a Swiss quartz watch uh option available in fall 2015 which uh is going to pretty significantly increase the price of this thing uh the so the stainless steel finish on it is that one is 150 dollars us dollars and the diamond like carbon version is 200 and then this the uh the stainless steel watch will be 500 that's where it jumps up quite a bit and the black dlc is 600 i don't know <laughs> downloadable content i don't know what <laughs> dlc exactly refers to in this is. case you can update it yeah <laughs> is there a usb drive on it you just plug it in right i want, I want the 600 one kind of like wow my, how uh, is this smart. thing i mean it, there is no technology on, i mean there's no nothing that plugs in or anything it, it is pretty much just screwdrivers just and such right just millions of them right yeah wow it's the handyman <laughs> smartwatch can that even be considered technology i don't know so if your wrist is smaller, do you have to pull some of those links out and sacrifice a few of the tools? That's a good point. I would. Oh, well, it says, ah, yeah, that's a good question. It's, I mean, it says it goes down to a quarter inch, but yeah, I don't know if that's the whole, if you keep all those tools on there, I, I think you might, but you know, I don't have one to actually, 
I don't have one for an XP boost section yet, so wow. maybe maybe someday. Which one would you get, Shane? Probably the cheapest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, for for like a non-smart watch. Uh, yeah, wow, that's this just true. seems ridiculously expensive. I mean, I can see the utility of it. I can see where it could be really handy. Yeah, for, uh, for but tool heads uh, or whatever they the want to be called. That. Yeah, you're not a handyman, Matt. Right. <laughs> I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> or not like that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I, it is nice to. If you need a screwdriver, it's probably nice. Oh, I got one on my watch, but huh. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> but I, I guess in terms of actual usage, I wonder how easy it would be to flip one of those up and, oh, okay, got to take my watch off now and, you know, here's the flathead and, and let me undo this. I wonder if the, the, the actual ease of use, the functionality of it would be would be there or not. Mm-hmm. Would, would justify the five or 600 or $200 one. I don't know. Right. Okay, let's move on to Matt's article. Nice. Uh, The Verge reports Microsoft reportedly buys Sunrise, the best calendar app for iPhone and Android. Um, Pretty cool. Right off the heels of uh, Microsoft just released Outlook, which uh, I believe they bought uh, an app called Accompli, uh, which was a mail app that was uh, kind of around. They've uh, rebranded it to be Outlook. I think Accompli is still hanging around there, so you can still use that as well. Um, But I actually did use Sunrise for a bit. Um, I I do like it a lot. I, I I think it had some really good uh, integration with the uh, Google Calendar. Um, all of my uh, the the normal uh, calendar app for iOS seems like it doesn't work the best for I think repeating uh, appointments that have been created a while back. Which uh, you know, for work we've got some of those. Um, so Sunrise really good calendar app. They're, I think they're going to put it into either Outlook or maybe just have their own separate one rebranded, probably under the Microsoft name. Um, but mm-hmm. Microsoft is really doing a good job of kind of acquiring some uh, really good ios and just uh you know mobile apps and, and putting them out there so um i don't know kudos to them i, I think it's a, i'm really happy with the sunrise app and uh i'm really impressed with my, what microsoft's doing i think that's kind of the point of the whole article that I, you know kind of wanted to bring it just it's kind of a really good example of what, where microsoft's going and uh i'm really really impressed with what they're doing yeah oh I, yeah uh, i agree i i think we were just talking about too uh ever since uh, the, the new ceo took over i think he's really done been making some good moves so far and uh you know but at the same time i i gotta say i think apple's traditionally been pretty good about buying uh you know third-party apps and incorporating them in into uh ios and things like that also um so maybe they're taking you know taking a little cue from uh, apple there it could be yeah uh, i think that um they might be slow to the game with some things but they're i think they're really kind of pushing ahead right now especially with maybe the, the new ceo has something to do with it but um was not too long ago where they announced windows 10 and not to kind of get on a tangent here but um everything i saw there was really great um but uh did you have did either of you have a chance to check out the new uh outlook for ios on your iPhone? i did a little bit yep and uh, I, I don't know what do you guys think i like it you know my, my favorite part maybe this is uh we can do this for an XP boost sometime as well, but uh, I found it uh, the the thing I liked the most was how they had uh, the cloud storage uh, in a separate tab, like all your different options for adding attachments through whether it be OneDrive, iCloud, or um, Google Drive. Those types of things were all kind of on the same mm-hmm. tab Dropbox on there, which or- I found to be pretty helpful. Was Dro- I think Dropbox was in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I can't, that was really nice. Actually, I, don't, I should double check on that. I'm not positive that iCloud is on there, but oh, I don't know if iCloud is. Yeah. Um, but I did think I saw Drop Cloud or Drop. Um, uh, <laughs> drop <I>, Cloud. <laughs> I think I saw um, 
Oh wow, what am I saying? Uh, Dropbox and OneDrive. There we go. And I thought, one, oh, this is an interesting thing, but I don't. I I use it a little bit, and like I don't know, like any app um, for mail on my iPhone, I tend to go back to the regular one or the built-in Apple one, which I don't know why. I don't know if it's with the, because of the default or. Um, I think for me, I don't use the mail app that much, and it's just with the sharing button, it just defaults to the the mail app and. Yeah, it seems kinda, it, it, it's integrated with photos and all that other stuff. I know you Google has it where you can, if you, um, oh, what am I saying? You can add more if you kind of, you know, do a new me message. And then in, in whatever Google's is, I think there's a couple of them. Like there's Gmails, and then I think they have that other one that you have to, I think, be invited to. So just called Inbox or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. I do, I do see. So it's OneDrive uh, Box. There's just something called Box. Oh, I think um, that's. Pretty similar to you know the cloud storage, but I think it's more geared towards corporate type uh, okay. accounts. Okay, Google Drive, Dropbox, and then well, one the third option on here is actually um, I think it's just attachments you've previously sent through email because it doesn't really say what it is. It just it just has a paperclip, so yeah. Copy. Yep, that's who it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it uh, for now. Until we do a full fledged review on the thing. Okay, so sorry, real quick before I, <laughs> before we go on, what was Sunrise? What does it what does it do again? It's a calendar app. Uh, yes, it's a calendar app. Uh, it works. Um, I mean, it looks pretty similar to the the Gmail web app. Um, it's got different uh, rotating. You know, if you hold it to you know horizontally versus vertically, mm -hmm. uh, uh, it shows different calendar modes. So it's just, I mean, it's just actually a really good calendar app uh, okay. that Microsoft's acquired. So I guess I expect I'm... that. Sorry. Was oh, just and, expect that to be integrated into either Outlook or a standalone for nice. Microsoft. So, and isn't the calendar integrated into the iOS version of Outlook too? I think they both came when I tried out Outlook. Not yeah, I thought Outlook up. had a calendar and Mail as well. So I'm not sure if it's going to be kind of revamping the calendar in Outlook or if they're going to split it out. Um, yeah, I guess I'm curious yeah. where they're going to go with that. I will say I'm uh, I'm pretty happy with the app. Uh, what is it called? Fantastical. I use that on my iPhone, and that's a pretty uh, nice one. It's, I wonder if it's it's probably pretty similar to this uh, Sunrise. I would imagine it does things like the the landscape and portrait modes for calendar, and I actually really like it because it in integrates uh, reminders straight into the app, which I found find pretty useful. Not sure if uh, Sunrise does that or not. Oh, I don't use uh, reminders with my calendar, so I, I probably gotcha. wouldn't have tested that out. Okay, Ooh. no worries. Okay, Tony. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I have The Verge. Um, Google Fiber set to launch in four more U.S. cities, um, and those cities are uh, Atlanta, Georgia, Nashville, Riley, Durham, North Carolina, <laughs> and uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And um, it's going to be about a year to get them, um, get the infrastructure up. And um, what they're kind of doing right now is you can kind of go to their site. And if you're in one of those cities, you can kind of like say, I'm interested. Um, it's kind of going to go by um, um, like neighborhoods. So some neighborhoods will get them and some won't based on their, um, you know, if people want it or not. And I kind of got from the article, um, these were kind of like cities that, I guess didn't really have that high speed internet or maybe that much and they really want to get everybody on internet cuz I you know that's I think that's Google's way they they kind of want to do that so then they can... helps them it's a it win win there's a group you know? of people here we're not collecting information on that we yeah. should be <laughs> that's right well it's about you know let's get them on it they'll use our you know 
our services and then, oh, then they'll see our ads and they'll click on them and then, then we make money and, you know, all that stuff. Um, but I just kind of wanted to go over, like, I, I did look at the current plans of the ones that were like in Austin, test, uh, Austin Texas, there you go. Uh, Provo, Utah. Is, am I saying that right? P-R-O-V-O. Oh, I know someone that says Utah names all the time. Why yeah. don't <laughs> And then Kansas City. I kind of would like them to come here because I think everybody would probably want them here. Gigabit Ethernet right to your uh, house. And um, they do have uh, you know the different bundles that they have, at least in the current cities. Um, and I have a feeling they'll probably be in the, the upcoming ones. But um, they have um, for you know gigabit plus TV, which would be cable, um, 120 bucks a month would be one gigabit upload and download. 150 channels, HD included, um, and then there's no construction fee. Did now, they say you, uh, what uh, are they bundled? Are they working with a cable company, or I guess where are they? I don't. I didn't see what, but there's a whole slew of channels and everything on their website, um, and they have local channels and things like that too. Um, but I don't know who if who they might be working with, or if they're their own entity and somehow I'm not I'm not real sure how that works. Um, but then if you want to be one with just you know, the internet only, that's 70 bucks a month. And that's, again, one gigabit upload and download and no construction fee. And then, you know, if you just barely use internet and just want basic, that's zero a month, um, five megabits download and one megabit upload. And, you know, there's a $300 construction fee. Wow, um, so you just give them 300 bucks and you got internet for life. Yeah, I don't, wow. I didn't, I tried to look. I don't know if it's for life, but it didn't look like it, you know, it, it looked like, there was no end in sight there. As long there as could be some fine print that I might have missed, but it looks that that seems pretty good for. I'm sure the basic user who just wants to do email, internet, and they just want to pay a f- fee up front, and that's it. Hmm. I mean, you can get dial-up pretty cheap still. <laughs> you get, I can you <laughs> might get a little usable. Might not, might not be quite as much as well, five megabits per second, but yeah. <laughs> what what's dial-up? I don't. I guess I'd want to know what a price is of that. That's fifty-six k. Nice. I know it's 56k, but I'm just curious for a price per month. <laughs> Plus, you need a do you need a working phone line? Is that? <laughs> yeah. What's that? <laughs> is is ISDN still a thing? Yeah, that's um, wow. 256k. I think uh, 128, right? Yeah. I think that's the speed of that. There you go. Uh, Google Fiber. They feel like they're just so slow at rolling things out. Like, uh, didn't we hear yeah. about this years ago? And now they're yeah. it's just four more hey, cities. Google. I think it has something to do with also the locations, too. I don't know if, like, uh, the cities or the towns or something, you know, they, they, they kind of stop different companies from coming in to use oh, their products. Oh, so the local governments they've got to work through? I think they have to on some of that stuff. I'm not too sure um, on whatever the politics of that might be, but I'm sure they're they're. I'm sure there's a, a, a you know a reason why they're picking the places they're picking, but yeah, that'd be nice if they were everywhere, or at least where we are. <laughs> Google, Google, if you're listening, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Well, don't say Milwaukee. We're not really in Milwaukee. No, well, what, whatever. I, I mean, no. <laughs> close. I don't enough. know if we want to say. They're only going to go for major cities here anyway, right? I got because close. We got to start somewhere. Yeah. Got to start somewhere. Anyway. All right. Well, you 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 good, Tony? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> XP Boost. Okay, this week's XP Boost section is brought to you by Matt. <laughs> because <laughs> Matt cares this. about this I'm kind of stuff. Uh, it is uh, 
time trackers is what we're talking. What well, what mostly what Matt's going to be talking about because he actually had some time to play around with these things, and I could care less. <laughs> well, so, I think you've used more uh, commercial ones for work, so you. Yeah, a, true. A so I have a little well. input here, but uh, Tony, did you do you uh, you didn't by chance get a chance to uh, try out any any of these uh, apps that Matt tried out? Did you? Time tracker. Am, is this something like Microsoft Project? You know what Maybe. is this? I guess I don't necessarily like you. T- you track all your time for projects, and I don't know. So yeah, uh, you oh, can you see. can track time for projects, or uh, it's tracking time against clients, um, or tracking time against just specific tasks. So those were the big three major categories: uh, projects, clients, and and tasks. Um, so it's all about just uh, if you've got, you know, I guess let's say you're a lawyer, uh, you want to bill certain clients for uh, your time, you can use a time tracker like this you know that's probably actually required in your job um but for anyone who just wants to maybe optimize what they're they're doing for the day or um maybe you hey uh i i feel feel like i'm doing the dishes too much let's track my time on that and maybe i can think through maybe it's either it's not as much time as i thought or maybe i should try and optimize uh, my workflow you know dishes is just kind of an example but you could uh equate that to all of your stuff maybe outside of work or or with work as well um, and just kind of track all of your time, figure out where all of your big chunks of time are going and try and, um, you know, then optimize that stuff. So it's it's more about just getting in, you know, gathering information to figure out what needs to improve about what I'm doing with my time. Um, so I guess with that said, uh, I've tried out pretty much two different apps. Uh, the, the first one I've tried out with is called Toggle, T-O-G-G-L. Uh, so it's T-O-G-G-L dot com, no E. Um, They've got a really nice web interface. Uh, you can log in. Um, it's supposed to have a premium version. I have never uh, gone to the premium version yet, uh, and I, I, th- I thought there was a, a time limit or something, but I've been using it for a few months now, and uh, uh, it's actually continued to let me go on it. Um, thinking about uh, uh, upgrading to the premium version, uh, which I may in the, the near future, but uh, this is one of the my, my favorite web clients. Uh, it's pretty much you uh, you select a you know a project, a client, and a task, uh, you get going on that. You start it up, um, and then <clears throat> maybe throughout the day, like you're you're working on a project. Okay, now I'm going on to email. You just create a new task there, um, and then get started on it. And it kind of tracks time against each of those uh, different categories. And the cool part though is, throughout the day, you, you normally kind of switch around between I was working on this, now I'm working on this, and I'm back to whatever I was on before. Uh, if you've got the web tracker open, you just click a button and say, okay, yeah, I'm back onto that. Uh, that item that I created earlier. So you don't, I mean, it's not a bunch of entering data. It's more, once you've got the data entered, it's just clicking the button for, I'm starting this, now I'm starting this, now I'm starting this, and it ends what you're working on before, uh, and then starts up what you kind of clicked on. So uh, very simple to to track time, and I, I thought that was uh, a really good bar to set for these kind of tracking. Uh, I don't want to spend much time tracking my time. I want to spend time doing stuff, um, and then just have the, uh, the, Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'll tab over to the time tracker, click the button for what I'm working on, and then go back to what I was, you know, switching over to. Um, so I thought the the toggle web interface, I thought was really good at that. Uh, they've got an app as well, and I thought the app was a little bit more cumbersome because you every time you switched, it wasn't as simple as clicking uh, clicking a button. You had to re-enter all of that data, which I thought was really cumbersome, and I, I quit using the uh, the app uh, pretty quickly. Um, and there was another one that I tried out called Hours app. It's just Hours. Uh, it's for iOS. I'm not sure if it's on Android yet or not. I should probably check that out. Um, this one looks really nice, um, and it's got something similar with uh, uh, with the the toggle web interface, where you can uh, 
you know, just click a button. I was working on this before. Now I'm working on something else. And then you can click back into what you're working on. If you switch the email for five minutes and now you're switching back. Um, so really cool that way. Uh, the only thing I didn't like is the data is stuck kind of on your phone. Um, and then the reporting options were kind of limited and they resulted in emailing a PDF to your email client. So the, the reporting options, which is, you know, where you're getting all of your value out of tracking this time. You, you don't want to spend hours tracking your time and then uh, not getting anything out of it. So the, the reporting options is really where the meat is. And it, it turns into emailing a PDF to your email client. And I, I really didn't like that at all. So um, even though ours looks really nice, I think they've got some work to do with their reporting uh, side. Um, so I did really like uh, Toggle. Toggle's got some really rep good reporting stuff. And uh, my main motiv motivation was uh, at work, we had uh, just a couple things that uh, were taking quite a bit of my time that weren't really my primary focus at work. And I just wanted to <laughs> kind of show, uh, you know, those in charge saying, here, look at where I'm spending a large chunk of my time. We need to optimize this part of my, my day so that we can, uh, you know, I can get more time focusing on what I'm actually, you know, what you guys are actually really paying me to do. Um, so it was, it was very powerful to show those kind of graphs off to, uh, uh, to the higher ups and say, you know, we need to figure out how to optimize this, this section of what I'm doing for work. So, and I thought Toggle did a really good job of that. Um, and it was really simple to, to use. Um, so that's kind of my, um, my, my overview of those, those tool tools, two, two tools. Nice. Um, I'd say definitely check out Toggle. It's free to, uh, free to create an account, um, start tracking time. Um, the first thing you want to do is it's very overwhelming creating these clients and projects, especially if you're, <clears throat> I don't, I develop software. So I, I normally, you know, the client is pretty much, um, you know, the company. So, uh, I would say try out a few different things of tracking your time, you know, switching around projects, clients to, you know, whatever makes sense for you and then go into the reporting side and get some good reports out and see how, how it breaks it down. And then that's going to give you more insight into, okay, maybe I should restructure it and maybe I haven't picked the appropriate clients and uh, projects and, and tasks. So, um, that's kind of my, my, my takes, maybe try it for a day, then go to the reports, see what you've got, see if that is what you want. And then maybe go back and, and redefine what you've, uh, what your inputs are. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of fun experiment. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on it. Cool. Um, I just wanted to, uh, mention real quick. The, the website is, uh, hours time com for that hours app that's on iOS. Ah, um, nice. Yeah. I, uh, I went to the iTunes link and then, uh, noticed on there, they had that listed as well. So if there is nice. an Android version, which I don't know if, uh, anybody wanted to check that, but, uh, Check it out there, see if there's an Android version or not. Um, I had some thoughts on these, just <laughs> just a few. So I'm not, honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of uh, time trackers. Um, I've had to do it a couple times in my last couple jobs, and I haven't uh, been the biggest fan. Um, and unfortunately, mostly it's because I get pretty easily distracted, and uh, I find, not to say I'm not efficient when I need to be, but... Um, either whether it be whatever it might be at work that I get distracted by, it could be another project, um, which I think kind of really makes things difficult when you're trying to track things. And, and sure, a lot of these apps, obviously you can do multiple things at a time, but that's not even really the focus. There's even a quote right on the website that says, um, from, from someone on there, if you go right to the homepage, someone says, you know, something about tracking things, one thing at a time. And I think that's kind of big part of productivity. Um, yeah, so I, <laughs> I will say 
I do like, uh, if you go to Toggle's website, that was toggle.com again, without the E, they do have a kind of a, just a quick example. They have a, a sort of a built-in uh, time tracker right on into their website. And I don't know if there's any sort of shared code there or not, but it's, it was kind of fun. It says, you know, time spent reading toggle.com and then you can start and stop it. I thought that was kind of fun. I will say I find that time trackers, I could really see the use for them for hourly um, jobs for, you know, small businesses, people that, for instance, say people that do uh, freelance web design or something like that. Um, if they need to track hours for a particular job, I could see that being pretty useful. I don't really do a lot of that. I probably could be. I don't necessarily want to. <laughs> um, since that's what I do, I do, you know, web design. But... Um, I do, I do think focusing on one project, project at a time is a very valuable, uh, key toward, uh, productivity in general. I just hate tracking time. That's, that's <laughs> it, gets, only... it gets tough if you're working and, uh, if you've got, IM going on and if you've got an email client. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, depending on the expectations of how fast you need to respond to those things, switching back and forth, clicking your timers. Uh, you know, yeah. if you need to respond to uh, IMs instantly, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a nightmare for tracking your time. Well, and one of the uh, one of the things I've tried to do for a very long time at work is just to keep a maximized window. And unfortunately, I mean, I work on a Mac at work. I work at a Mac here when I'm recording, and I still think I'm still disappointed by what Apple considers full screen because I find myself, even though. What was it? Uh, a few versions of OS 10. I'm going to say it right this time. OS 10. A few versions ago, they finally added, you know, where you could resize each corner of the window manually. Because before, all you could do is the lower right-hand corner, which was really annoying. And now they finally added all these full-screen modes. But their idea of full-screen is not my idea of full-screen. It's not maximizing <laughs> the window. And what they th what Safari thinks is maximizing the window is ridiculous. I could go on Wait, forever I, about that. Now I'm, I'm, I'm going on a tangent. Are you, are you What's talking that? About the the way they switched it to Yosemite, or you like oh the that way too? Yeah, I. At least, oh, we don't need the three second animation for crying out loud. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Can you hit, like option and control and make it go and really slow. The entire Creative Suite does not even support it, which is what I use all the time. Sorry, sorry. Getting keep going, Chan. Let's hear going what you on feel. a tangent here. All right, uh, so. The uh, I will say I did like Toggle's video they had on the about page, which uh, I thought was going to be you know informative about the product, but really uh, it was just showing how they're pretty much the Google of Estonia, which is a country that I didn't know existed. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's is it one of those uh, Netherlands or not Netherlands? Uh, what do they call them? What type of <laughs> over there? Someone? Anyone? What do they call those? Over there by uh, Norway and uh, Sweden. What is it? <laughs> I was. I don't know. You're. I was too busy thinking about start with how to make these S, windows minimize maybe. quickly. Yeah. I don't. Know. I can't think of them right Are you now. Anyway, about the Netherlands or what? Yeah. The, well, that that group of countries that they refer to as something. Nobody. I think what you're looking for, Shane, is United you want Kingdom? to shift click the uh, minus button. Yes. No. Well, alt. <laughs> oh, we oh, was shift click the minus. <laughs> shift clicking it. <laughs> I don't yes, know what does that, that makes do? the animation go super slow, which I think is what you want to increase your productivity. <laughs> I know point. that alt clicking the plus alt clicking the the full screen. I know about that one, but um, anyway, uh, so 
and I will say in the video too, uh, you know, uh, uh, along with the uh, getting <laughs> getting out of the video that the, the Google of Estonia, since they have like a super cool workplace and everybody wants to be there and everything, that the, the girl in the video with the braces is kind of cute too. Just throwing that out there. Anyway, the <laughs> the toggle.com, the that's right. What so the uh, the hours uh, app I found uh, kind of interesting because and and maybe this is maybe this is what uh, toggle is kind of aimed toward as well. But I found the hours app seems to be geared more toward people like myself who full out full on know that uh, time tracking sucks and <laughs> they're very aware <laughs> of the extra time it takes to start and stop and and maintain focus and all this other. Junk. So they've added in things like timers uh, and notifications that sort of tell you when, you know, uh, remind you that your timer's still going and things like that. And then there's, uh, you know, customizable uh, rounding. Uh, you can round it to certain minutes uh, if you want to and things like that. So that seems uh, pretty promising. I think there's a lot, too, that are, are starting to hook more into your OS so you can see what you're actually looking at. You're looking at, you know, what what window you have focus? You have Gmail focused. You have uh, maybe your I don't know web uh, development environment focused to sort of look at that and start tracking things just based on your behavior with how you use your uh, your Windows. So they're I think they're getting better. Um, yeah, that's I think what it has to be when you're not doing too much. You don't have to spend time in order to track your time. I think that's what Shane was kind of talking about. Yeah, uh, big time. Yep. Yeah, and I don't. Is this? I don't know if you had another thought you wanted to get through. I was just curious, is this more for work? Or, I mean, do you guys see anyone, like a consumer, maybe I need to track my chores? Or, I mean, it, it, is it mostly project or work-based? Or do you see... I, I started out using it for work uh, just to, like I said, you know, I, was, I feel like I was spending a lot of time on something that uh, we, we definitely should have optimized. Um, and then oh. I, I tried doing it for my home, li- uh, home life as well because I was... Mm-hmm. I got sick of doing the dishes, and I was like, I'm spending way too much time on dishes. You know, <laughs> I'm, I was just more just curious how much time I'm actually spending doing particular chores. Did you uh, tell the, the missus that then? You had a little <laughs> chart, maybe a little PowerPoint. PowerPoint, yeah. How we could uh, optimize the at-home living. These dishes. <laughs> throw these dishes out. We're, we're moving to paper, baby. <laughs> Look how much it'll save. The projected, you know, time savings. Did you have something like that then? The cost benefit, right. yes, it's going to save yeah. us a lot of time. It's going to fill up the landfills a little bit sooner, but um, well, actually, you know, this. you should be able to recycle your paper plates, right? There you go. I switch all the paper forks too. By the way, I'm I'm really excited about the Hard fact point. that uh, I've, we've gone to single sort recycling. Well, I think uh, Tony and I both. Uh, it is pretty incredible. I have yeah, it uh, I, tomorrow morning, and I just put my new my new recycle bin throw out. Throw it all in there. The thing I'm still wondering about, though, is uh, shredded paper. If I, <laughs> I'm guessing they don't want you to just throw all your shredded paper in the bin, but yep. you just throw it in there. <laughs> yeah, it just blows away. It's like the one thing they they say, but they don't say you can't do the, that. Like before, the bin they said, is huge and it's got a lid on it. It's it's really nice. They said we had to bundle it before. <laughs> Bun- all paper had to be bundled before, and now they're just like throw it all in. <laughs> Says, yeah. I'm sure they want. Although the I've been doing paper. that for a while now. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, I think Pretty you might want to be nice to the recycle workers. I know. I I heard not to get too far off, but people actually, you know, give cases of beer to your, you know, your garbage collector. I'm like, nice. really? Should I be doing this? Because I don't want anyone to. I, I want to, you know, come off as grateful. Should I leave something or I don't know? Yeah, I've heard giving Christmas gifts and things. It's oh, crazy! I had no idea. I should. Maybe that was I male I, people. I don't know. 
I don't want them to throw it away. Do people just put it on top of the receptacle? Like, here's a thank you. <laughs> and then he just takes his truck. They've got a mechanical arm that just lifts my garbage up and just throws it right in. Yeah. And that's what they're doing now with ours because we got all these new, you know, receptacles and. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, this is relevant. This is uh, garbage <laughs> tech right here. Time tracking. It is simplifying our lives. I, I got really excited about it. This XP boost someday. For, <laughs> for sure. I'm, I mean, I'm not lying. I, I am, I got super excited when I saw those bins because they are so, <laughs> so much bigger. Like even the garbage bin is like twice as big as the one we had. And that's still not as big as excited. a recycling bin. It's, it's awesome. So. But I've I've tracked my time. I've minimized down the uh, the dishes to using all paper products, and then I need to leave a case of beer out there so they don't tell the authorities that I have stopped uh, doing dishes. <laughs> That's right. Filling up the landfills. There you go. Or a card with maybe a gift card in it to you know the Olive Garden or something. Well, well I'll be honest. I mostly eat out, so uh, <laughs> I don't really do much cooking at all for myself. So <laughs> Shane goes to the Olive Garden a lot. <laughs> You know, if I went to All noodles, if I went to noodles, I wouldn't be uh, really creating any more uh, trash, right? Right. All of garden breadsticks are probably recycled paper products, so you might be eating my leftovers. Ooh! Wow! Win. win. There you go. You're helping Matt out. Matt Sorry. does not. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Are we still talking about technology? We do not condone Matt's uh, opinion of the Olive Garden <laughs> chain of restaurants. <laughs> we have no opinion. I don't know. I'm just making it up. All right. Well. So, <laughs> I think that should about do it for time trackers, wouldn't you guys say? <laughs> Sorry, that's my own fault. Yes. Definitely <laughs> overdone the time tracking. So, if right. you would like to reach us, uh, you can find our website at niceguynetwork.com slash techease. That's T-E-C-H-E-A-S-E. Please, if you don't mind, we would love it if you'd leave us a rating on iTunes. Just do a little search for Techies Podcast or click on the iTunes link we have on the website I previously mentioned. We are on Stitcher and also now Alpha Geek Radio. We record, once again, we record at 6, 7 Central on Sunday evenings. Check us out. Oh. Check our uh, video feed out and check our chat room out and just just check us out. That'd be are great. we Good always picture. Channel 2 on Alpha Geek? We are channel two on the audio stream and channel one on the video. The video is kind of a new thing we got going on there, so looking forward to that. Um, if you do go to the, it's it's also it's alphageekvideo.com. It's the quickest way to get there. Or if you uh, if you just go to alphageekradio.com, you can just click on the uh, the the video one channel one, and uh, from there there's a uh, Alpha Geek checkbox you just have to check on. So. That's that. Also, uh, mobile.alphageekvideo uh, or mobile.alphageekradio.com for the, the mobile versions of those. You may email us at techiespodcast at gmail.com. We're on facebook.com slash techiespodcast and on Twitter at techiespodcast. Find some of our other show, our two <laughs> other shows that we have on the network at niceguynetwork.com. Well, I guess three other shows. We have, uh, we have another partner on there also. So check that out. Any closing thoughts from the two, either of the two of you? Yeah, I'll get one of these webcam devices that everybody's talking about one of these days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> webcam devices. Oh yeah, the, the trophies. Do it. I gotta get all the trophies that Matt's gotten. Yes, all the trophies. <laughs> get all the trophies. All right, thanks everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Love you guys. Settle, settle down, Shane. And until next time. Deep breaths. Tech are easy. Ha ha ha!
Please hang up and try again.